Hello, everyone. And this is Chase Avery here. I'm bases loaded. This is episode seven coming at you. It's been a hot minute. However, in this today's episode, we'll be going over all of our predictions heading into the 2020 MLB season, shortened 60 game season. So, of course, all these predictions will probably have an asterisk next to it, you know, especially with the individual awards like MVP, Cy Young, Rookie of the Year, and whatnot. Uh, with this shortened season, a lot of people's player statistics will be very similar since it's not in a 162-game season. It's just 60 games. So uh, it will be a little bit harder for writers, uh, baseball writers and whatnot, to come to a consensus as to who will win these individual awards. But these are just going to be our predictions. We will also go over our predictions for just the standings in general, uh, batting title leaders and whatnot. So uh, Jacob, you want to start, start us off here? Show, show our listeners, give them a visual of what we got here. Yeah, so we got keeping track. We're going to keep track of all this on a spreadsheet. After the World Series ends, we're going to look back, see who did the best. Um, we got about 20, 25 questions here, including every playoff team, some results of playoffs, who the worst team in the league is going to be, some awards. And a couple, uh, couple of interesting prop bets, too. Just a couple questions that are going to be interesting to follow in the shortened season. So, got a lot to talk about and a lot of predictions to be made. Yes, sir. And, uh, Jacob, do you want to start right away? Just go with uh, – we'll go back and forth. So, you want to start out with AL East here? Sounds good. AL East. And, again uh, – AL East is good division. Yankees, Rays, I think, are the two contenders here. And I think something that's just going to be very important in this, in this shortened season is having a lot of depth because guys aren't going to have as much of a spring training and having a lot of options on the bench, especially with expanded rosters, is going to be a big deal. So that's why I'm picking the New York Yankees, who have showed time and time again that they are the deepest team in the league despite many injuries last year. They... Jacob, can you, can you also tell our listeners a little bit about uh, scheduling this year and how this, what type of teams scheduling helps and what team scheduling hurts, um, just to give people a sense of how it's going to be different this year and how usually the better teams are usually have still a little bit worse of a chance and the worse teams have a better chance of making the playoffs. Yeah, so um, within the divisions, it's not going to play a huge role, but because they will, the teams within the division will be play, playing pretty much the same schedule, save a couple of games against their, their local city rival. But one of the factors that comes into play when you have a shortened schedule is just randomness. With 60 games, there's a lot more, there's going to be a lot more randomness than in the 162 game season. A team could have a really bad week or two to start the season, be two and two and twelve or something, and just have no chance at the playoffs, even if they play well. Or a team could go twelve and two the first two weeks of the season and only have to go five hundred to make the playoffs the rest of the way. So in the short season, a lot of random stuff could happen. So you, I think, we'll definitely see at least one or two teams that wouldn't have usually made the playoffs or wouldn't have had a good chance sneak in this year. Great. So it's a good start, Zach. Yeah, I also want to add that just like 
every good team I feel like has a bad stretch at some point. And I think whatever team like doesn't have that bad stretch in a 60 game season is going to have a better chance at winning the world series because in 162 games when, you know, the Dodgers or like the Cubs in 2016 had their, their bad stretch over 25 games, it doesn't make too much of a difference. They can still win the division, but in 60 games, that's a lot, a big portion of the season. Um, but for my AL East prediction, I'm also going to go with the Yankees winning the division. They just have seem to have the most talent. They've got great pitching and a great bullpen as well, and they can definitely win their division. Yeah, I am as well going with the Yankees. Um, I, you guys basically hit it all, but what I do want to add is, you know, last year they had a lot of injuries and still – made it to the ALCS and did pretty well at a deep playoff run. So, uh, you know, Gene Carlos Stanton was hurt last year. Judge was hurt for a long time last year and whatnot. And this year, just uh, wa- watching them is going to be really fun. You know, not a big Yankees fan, but I think Clark Schmidt is going to be really good this year. Uh, watched him throw some bullpens in the intra-squad game, and he looks lights out. So he'll definitely be a fun player to, to watch and up and coming here for the Yankees. And I think Glaber will also have a huge breakout year this year. Uh, Jack. Yeah. I think the obvious pick is the Yankees. I'm also going to go with them. Um, I think what sets the Yankees apart from who I think the second place team, the Rays, I think is just offense. Um, I know the Rays, definitely have one of the better pitching rotations and bullpen in the league and the Yankees can compete with that rotation and bullpen. But what sets the Yankees apart is really just having guys that can crush the baseball, having a healthy Giancarlo Stanton, healthy Aaron judge, healthy Glaber, Gary Sanchez, Aaron Hicks, all these guys that missed time last year is going to be huge for them. And I just think they're going to outscore opponents by a ton and take first place. All right, so move on to the AL Central now. Another division that probably picking the winner won't be, won't be too hard to do. I think the Twins were clearly the best team in this division last year, and they only got better by adding Josh Donaldson, adding a couple more, couple more pieces on the pitching side to provide them with a little bit more depth. Kenta Maeda uh, being one of them. So just I think having they have only improved since last season. They have gotten a little older. But I think they're still going to run away with the AL Central this year. Yeah, for my pick, I mean, this is where it gets tough, I think, because there's three teams that are both – that are all really good. And I think in a 60-game season, it just comes down to who gets hot at the right time and what team has a great stretch. But I'm going to go with the Cleveland Indians, actually. Or maybe they won't be the Cleveland Indians by the time the season starts. But I think they've got – a great rotation. They've got Shane Bieber, Mike Clevenger, Zach Plezak is a good pitcher coming up. And this year they'll hopefully have a full season of Francisco Lindor and Jose Ramirez, who are both really, really good players. They can be MVP candidates if they're healthy and they can really carry their squad. Also, if you every year it seems like at some point it tends to be like late August or something, they go on a huge run just win a ton of games in a row. Mm-hmm. So if they can pull something like that off, like they have, I think each of the last two or three years, just go on that big winning streak. 
then I think they could easily win the division and do have a good a good pitching staff that could carry them all the way. Yeah, yeah I'm think- a firm believer in the summer months hot stretches. Like teams like the like the Cubs or the Indians really the teams that play in like the colder cities I feel like they always start off slow and then once the wind and summer baseball starts happening and the nights get warmer then we see a lot more runs scored and that heavily favors the teams um, like those guys like the Red Sox in 2018 just destroyed in August and September so stuff like that so I'm like Jacob, I'm going to go with the Twins. Uh, obviously, last year they broke, they destroyed the single season record for team home runs, um, the Bomba squad. And I think a player to keep an eye on is Luis Arias. He was a rookie last year. He had a really good postseason, although he only played in three games that they got swept by the Yankees. Um, 23 years old. I think he's a very sleeper pick to win the batting title this year um, on a team that is favored by the home run ball. So keep an eye out for Luis Arias, their second baseman. I also think the acquisition of uh, Josh Donaldson for the Twins is huge because they were already a big home run hitting team and they get a former MVP who just hits a ton of home runs. It's going to be big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with the Twins, too. I think the White Sox will, de- will be in very close competition to get a wild card, however. Um, you know, I'm, I'm actually not that educated on the Twins' ro- rotation. I, you know, Jose Barrios is always lights out, and he's great. But um, I'm kind of forgetting, like, what additions they made to that, their rotation. But I know they their got... offense is just – So I know they like, – Yeah, they got Kenta Maeda, who is – a solid starter for the Dodgers and Rich Hill as well, who they're also, they're getting kind of old. Rich Hill's really old, but he's still effective. So we'll see how that pans out. He only needs to make either nine start more starts. So, right. Mm -hmm. And And then they have offense. He doesn't even need to pitch that well. So, yeah. Yeah, And they have Odorizzi, Barrios, like you said, and then guys like Dobnak and, Devin Smelter, who can be fifth starters if uh, they need to be. So and they've got a decent like, bullpen as well. Yeah, very good. To those names, I think it's actually very close with the White Sox. I think the White Sox may even have an upper hand at some points that rotation-wise, but uh, the Twins' offense last year was just absolutely stacked. And like Jack said, single-season home run leaders, it was just insane. So, and adding Josh Donaldson. And whatnot, but I think it, this will probably be the closest division in all of baseball. Um, I don't think the Indi- Indians will be. I think the White Sox will come second in the AL Central, right behind the Twins, and make a push for a wild card. I don't think the Indians are going to be all that special this year. So, all right. So AL West. Those two picks are pretty easy for me. This is going to be a surprise one. I think I'm going to pick the Texas Rangers. So, Astros have obviously been very good. We don't know how legitimate all that was. I think they're still a very good team, but I do think they take a step back this year. 
Oakland, again, always a solid team. But again, a lot of guys who, a lot of young guys, a lot of guys who haven't really proven themselves. Um, I think they could be very good. Um, the Angels have no pitching, but I think the Texas Rangers have a bunch of good starters. Lance Lynn, Mike Miner both had very good years. Corey Kluber, if he bounces back, could be dominant. Kyle Gibson's been good. Jordan Lyles is another guy who I think could have a breakout year. He showed a little bit of that in Milwaukee last year. And the Rangers do have a good offense with Joey Gallo. They do have a couple holes, but I think this team with their pitching, if they all if it all goes right, I think this could be a very good team. I just, I also think there's a chance that they come in fifth. But I think this team, if they really pull it all together, there's a chance they go on a big run and shock everyone and win the division. Yeah, I think the Rangers are a good pick. They could get lucky and have a really good season. But I'm going to go with the Oakland Athletics because in the past they've always had a good team, the last few years at least. Matt Chapman, Matt Olson doing great things. Um, they've had one of the best bullpens in the last few years. Uh, I just think they're a solid team all around, and they could win their division if they get hot. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Angels because I think you know they're bringing back Shohei. Shohei is coming back. They're gonna have Joe Adele, who will be in the front running for AL Rookie of the Year behind Luis Robert. So. Uh, I think they're going to be really special. They just signed Anthony Rendon, which is a huge signing for them. And, of course, they have Mike Trout. So, And no one likes the Astros. So go Angels, baby. Are we going to have a division where we each pick a different team? If you go Astros here, Jack. Nah, I'm actually going to go with the Seattle Mariners. I think it's a great pick. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree oh. with Zach. I think the – Oakland A's are my pick. Um, wow. I just and think the Mariners, Mariners started with an insanely good record last year, I just want to say. And yeah. then they completely fell apart. Fell apart. <laughs> I think the A's are such a cool team to watch in a special season like this. Uh, I think we always talk about the A's and the Rays being having to find unique ways to win. And I think the A's are going to find a way. Um, their offense was really good last year, and they still have the guys, their leading home run guys like Matt Chapman, Mark Canna, and Matt Olson, of course. And then I think their, their starting rotation is going to be heavily slept on. They don't have the faces of the league in their rotation, but I think guys like Mike Fires, Chris Bassett, Sean Manaya, Franklin, Frankie Montas, and Jesus Luzardo. I think that's a really solid starting five, and their bullpen is also super good with Liam Hendricks uh, closing that out. AJ Puck is another rookie to keep an eye on, and I'm really excited to see what they can do in the short season. And I think they're going to win the AL West. Jack, also, what do you I think of the Angels. I think one of the one of the things about the A's and the Rays, though, a lot of the things that they do to try to, to end up being successful is to find the little advantages, like small advantages that over the course of a long season add up. The Tampa Bay Rays' whole thing for a few years was the extra 2%, and 2% of 60 games is one game. So 
I think over a longer season, the small advantages kind of add up, are going to add up more than they will in 60 games. Um, I feel like the A's especially are a team that gets hot at the end of the year. So if that happens, then yeah, they could be very good, but it also sometimes takes them a while to start going. I also think looking back on the last two years of the A's, last year they had Liam Hendricks, who was insane out of the bullpen, not giving up runs. And the year before, it was Blake Trinan doing the exact same thing. So I think mm. this year, if they have another guy come up and just be lights out out of the bullpen, like that could happen. Yeah. Just On the as flip well. side, though, what if Liam Hendricks pitches like Blake Trinan did last year? Right. And that steps up. And it's also a big possibility. Yeah. So who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Think, yep. All right. So my first AL wildcard team is going to be the Houston Astros. Mm. I, think, I think they maybe finish one or two games behind Texas. I think if Texas wins it, it's going to be close. It's going to be a battle throughout the season. Houston is still very good. They still probably have the best offense in the league. And may, maybe by the Yankees, but they still have a very good offense. And I think, I think that they're still a very good team. Still got Justin Verlander. They still got Zach Greinke. And I think that especially playing in the West Division, which is very weak with, uh, with Seattle on it, and then the NL side with the Rockies, Giants, that's not a good division. They're going to get a lot of wins that teams in the AL East and the AL Central may struggle to get in interleague games. So I think Houston's going to have a good year and be the first wild card team. I don't think Houston will actually make the playoffs is my uh, sleeper uh, pick or my unpopular opinion because they've just had so many distractions with obviously the cheating scandal, Garrett Cole uh, leaving the team and their game seven loss last year, among other things. Um, but my pick for the wild card is going to be the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, they're just a really exciting team to watch. They've got probably the best bullpen in the league, I think. A lot of hard throwers. And actually, I was reading an article one time about how the Rays got good players by just finding players with good exit velocities, like good average exit velocities, and giving them, like, re remaking their swing into a more power swing. So I think... Guys like Yandy Diaz, they did that with, and they just traded for um, Jose Martinez from the Cardinals, who I know had good average exit velocities, but he wasn't uh, hitting home runs. I think he could do the similar thing. So if they just get creative with guys that are able to hit home runs randomly, they could have a really good offense next year. Yeah, uh, okay. this is also this is tough for me, uh, but. Those are all good points, and I just don't want to put the Astros in here. So, uh, I it is usually between the A's and the Rays. I'm gonna go with the A's, just because listening to Jack and Zach, and also yes, I think the A's usually always get wild cards. So, I'm gonna go with the A's here. I'm gonna go with the Rays. Um, I just think they have a super incredible pitching staff and super unique ways to win. I know this extra 2% thing that Jacob's saying is a good point. I just think they have a, a lot of talent all around the board. So um, I just think, it, like the A's, they're going to find unique ways to 
put together wins in the 60-game season. I, for the second wild code, it's going to be hard for me to pick against the White Sox, so I'm not going to. I'm going to pick what? I think the White Sox are Let's much go. improved team, and I think they're going to put it all together. Dallas Keuchel, Lucas Giolito, Dylan Cease, good starting rotation, going to reach their potential. Luis Roberts has been mashing the ball. And that lineup is just scary with Edwin Encarnacion, Nomar Mazzara. I think they're going to find a way to pull it out together, sneak into the wild card spot. Yeah, for my second wild card, I'm now kind of realizing that uh, the Twins and the White Sox are on the board for me because I picked the Indians to win the AL Central. So I guess I'll have to go with the Twins, but they might be the first wild card spot also. I don't know. But they are a very good team, and the White Sox could easily get it as well if they just get hot. Thing is, yeah, AL Central, not a very tough division with the with both of all three of those teams, Indians, White Sox, Twins, get 20 games against KC and Detroit, and they all get four games against the Pirates. So that's 24 games where they will all be heavily favored in. So I think that's a big advantage over the East where the only real bad teams are Baltimore and Miami. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to also choose the White Sox. And, yeah, so, you know, big key offseason additions here. Yes, Monty Randall, they got this year, huge addition. I think Keuchel will pitch lights out this year. Gio is going to come back. He may even p- pitch even better. I think he'll be red hot. Dylan Cease is going to pitch amazing. Luis Robert is going to win AL Rookie of the Year. So I think the White Sox definitely get this wild card spot and we'll beat whoever they face. Um, this second spot is very interesting. I think that you could see White Sox, Indians, Astros, Angels, Rangers all in this position. I think there's going to be a three-way tie between the Indians, Astros, and Angels. Actually, I don't think – I'll tell you why I don't think the Angels are going to be in this position. They have six games against the Dodgers. I don't think they win. I don't think they win five of, or I don't think they, I think they lose five of those six games, if not six. Dodgers are just so incredibly good. And that's such a disadvantage that they have to play them as many times. So I'm going to go with the Astros. What's up, Chase? Adding adding on to that, I just want to ask a question here. You know, they just lost David Price for the season. And how do you think that that will affect the Dodgers this year if you think it will? Well, when we get to the NL West, I'll be glad to talk about the Dodgers. But right now, I think the Astros are my second wild card pick. Um, I just think they have so much talent uh, on the offensive side. And it's really hard to pick against them. They, they're getting Lance McCullers back. Um, who's proven to be a good arm, and I'm a huge Zach Granke fan. Uh, Justin Verlander, Cy Young winner last year, so it's hard to pick against them with all the talent they've got, despite all the cheating scandal they just went through. So they're my pick. Chase, about David Price, I think the Dodgers may be, but may only win the NL West by 11 games instead of 12. <laughs> 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 All right, so moving on, the ALCS winner, the champion of the American League, 
this is a tough one because the Yankees seem like the best team, but who knows in the play in the playoffs? They've really struck. They've struggled in the playoffs in the ALCS the last couple of years. So what I think's going to happen, I think Yankees going to face off against the Twins in the ALCS, and the Twins are finally going to come out on top of the New York Yankees. Thanks to Josh Donaldson, thanks to the rest of the offense, and thanks to a starting pitcher that they trade for at the deadline. So I'm going to pick Minnesota Twins to win the AL. I'm going to go with my wildcard team, the Rays, actually, for reasons that I mentioned earlier. But I also forgot to mention that they have a great bullpen, but they have a great starting rotation as well. They have Charlie Morton, who pitched really, really well last year. Um, Tyler Glass now was great until he got injured. Um, they've also used the opener as a strategy when they don't have a starting pitcher that can go, you know, start a game and get a lot of innings. And I think they could use that a lot more this season. And I think they're going to have a great season and win the World Series, maybe. Chase? Uh, I think uh, ALCS, I think that it will also be the Twins. I think their their offense is just too crazy. They're just gonna be hitting bombs this year. So, Jack. all right. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna have an ALCS between Tampa Bay Rays and Oakland A's, two teams that I'm a big fan of, just because uh, just because they're so easy. Yeah, they're so easy to root for. Um, if you're a National League fan like myself, um, I just think that you could follow them. So uh, it's so easy to be a fan of. But I'm going to go ahead and pick the Rays like Zach. Um, I just think we saw the Rays and A's face up last year in the wild card game in Oakland. And two very similar teams. I just think the Rays have more pitching than the A's, which in the end I think will have them – We'll carry them to a ALCS victory. Wait, I'm stupid. Mine's I want yeah. mine to be the Yankees. I'm really I'm just <laughs> not paying attention at all. That's great. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was. The reason I thought we were talking about the wild card again, I was so confused. I was. Chase, you didn't even have the Twins in the wild. Card. Yeah, exactly. I know. I was. I mean, that made no sense. I was just looking at Jacob the whole time. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to – I think the Yankees are the most likely to win, but I didn't pick them because I thought you guys would want to. But yeah. I'll stick with the Twins. I'll stick with the Twins. I'll take the upset pick. We're definitely picking our real ALCS champions here. This is not – you know. Hmm. Anyway, yeah. your NL East pick. <laughs> Jacob. Let's move on to the NL East. All right, this is time for my second big upset pick. New York Mets. Okay. Win the National League East. Joanna Cespedes is back. They got a great pitching. They got great pitching staff with Stroman, DeGrom. Bullpen's got some question marks, but if Edwin Diaz gets back to the way he used to be, that's a very good bullpen. You go in there too. I don't think the Braves are as good as people think they do, as people think they are. And I think the Mets are gonna are gonna take it. I don't know. I just got a good feeling about them. Um, I'm gonna have to go with the Braves 
because I think they have one of the best lineups in the MLB. Ronald Acuna Jr. leading it off is just great. Um, he's got power. He's got contact. Ozzy Albies, Freddie Freeman. They got Marcel Ozuna this offseason, and they recently just signed Yasiel Puig, who I think is a really good candidate for a DH for them and could also play right field uh, because Nick Markakis opted out. Mm-hmm. But I think they ultimately are the best team in the NL East. You, you do know that King Felix opted out, though, too, right? Oh, yeah. That's a big that. loss. That is sad, though. Yeah. Signed a one-year deal. And Pete Cosmo, too. He has the coronavirus. That, that may, that may really hurt them. Someone that was saying one of the that. biggest blows. Didn't someone say that the team with the least coronavirus is just going to win the World Series? <laughs> that is possible. That's right, true. Yeah. The Cubs are the only Survive team with no negative. With Knock on wood. What team yeah. has the most antibodies? <laughs> the Cubs have no positives right now as of recording this podcast. Anyway. Nice. All right, Chase. My turn. I can't go against the reigning World Series champions. I'm going to have to go with the Nationals. Their rotation's just still way too strong with Corbin, Strasburg, Scherzer. It's just, I think they're going to be still play very well this year, even though they lost Rendon. Uh, it'll be, it's just going to be fun to watch them, especially I think Juan Soto is having an absolute breakout year this year, um, like Ronald Acuna. So I'm going to have to go to the Nationals. People also forget that the Nationals had the best record in all of baseball since June last year. So they were maybe right. the best team. Yeah, yep. that's a good pick. I am also going to pick the Nationals. And for this reason, they get to play the Orioles six times. All right? That's why I'm not picking the match. It, it, every game matters so much. That's I try, true. I'm serious. That's, that's a good point. In this 60-game season, Mets have to play the Yankees six 10%. times. The Braves have to play the Red Sox, which isn't that big a deal, but they're still a good team, I think. And the Nationals get to play the Orioles. Orioles are going to be so incredibly bad. No Trey Mancini. Uh, I hope he gets well soon. Um, I just think the Nationals, that will favor them so much. And they, like Chase said, I think they have the best rotation in the league with that three-headed monster of Scherzer, Strasburg, and Corbin. So they're my pick to win the NL East. All right. Moving on to the NL Central. This is gonna this is gonna be a tough one to pick. But <laughs> I think I'm gonna have to go not tough at all. <laughs> yeah, tough for not tough for two you guys, but I think I'm gonna go with the St. Louis Cardinals here. On paper, they may not look like the best team, but they always play better than they look. They always find a way to put it together. They got a good offense still. Jack Flaherty looked light, was lights out the end of last year. They got Dakota Hudson, Miles Michaelis, Adam Wainwright too. Carlos Martinez in the bullpen, I think. Just as part of a very good bullpen too with Andrew Miller, John Gann. Uh, even without Jordan Hicks, I think the Cardinals are still going to be a very good team and come out ahead of the, come out ahead of the rest of the division. I think every other team in the division has a big flaw that the Cardinals seem to be a good all-around team that doesn't have a big hole anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, unlike Jacob and Chase, I am going to pick my favorite team to win the division. 
Uh, I'm a loyal fan, and I'm going to pick the Cubs. Obviously, not the Brewers, as Jacob's <laughs> writing on our spreadsheet. Uh, I just think the combination of Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo, and Javier Baez being together still for if they can stay healthy the whole time, that can be great. Kyle Schwarber last year was amazing after the All-Star break. Wilson Contreras can stay hot. And I think Hugh Darvish can be a really good pitcher. He was in the second half last year with maybe one of the best pitchers in the last, in the National League. And if he can keep that up, that'd be huge. I'm going to have to go with the Reds. Uh, you know, NL, there's going to be a DH in the NL this year. I think the Reds will absolutely tear it up. With a with a DH, they have Nicholas Casianos now, Shogo Akiyama. I think Trevor Bauer will pitch very well this year, but he can be inconsistent at times. So I think he'll pitch really well. Nick Senzel is also another player I'd watch out for. He can play basically anywhere. I think he's a great player. So I think the Reds take home the ship here in the NL Central. I think I like the Reds. Um, I think they're incredibly talented this year. But I think their flaw, like Jacob said, is that they have to pitch, is that their pitchers have to pitch in Great American Ballpark, which is just such a hitters-friendly ballpark. I know that Castillo, Luis Castillo and Sonny Gray pitched well in that ballpark last year. But I think as the weather warms up, it's going to be, and they've had few reps in, um, I think it's going to be super hard for them to keep the ball in the yard and Trevor Bauer, his first games, his, his uh, second half with the Reds last year was pretty atrocious. Um, so I think I'm not going to pick the Reds. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Cubs. Uh, loyal fan here, like Zach said. Um, I'm pretty – I think people are starting to go against the Cubs train because they, they look at the um, – people are starting to look at their record from last year, which I think is just super inaccurate of the way they actually played. Because for the most part of the season, really up until mid-September, they were, they had, they were the top of the division. Um, and once Rizzo, Javi Baez got hurt, and Craig Kimbrell and their bullpen fell apart, um, they really just – fell apart as a team and I think having if they can stay healthy like Zach said I think they're the most talented team of the division so I'm going to pick the Cubs all right to the NL West shouldn't be too difficult for anyone yeah I mean, why don't we just <laughs> yeah Dodgers. Say it on three. Dodgers. 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 Dodgers the Doyers yeah they are uh-huh. they are by far the I think they're by far the best team in baseball. They might have been last year, and now they have Mookie Betts. And they're just going to dominate this division. A little bit overpowered. (laughs) Yeah. Arizona's good. San Diego's up and coming. But there's no one that can. They can't compete. They can't compete. Ten games, they – I don't think they'll – I think they'll have a record above 500 against every team they play. They're just going to – I think they're going to dominate that division. Yeah. And especially with a DH, they just have so many guys and it's so hard to fit every single one of them in the lineup mm-hmm. that I think the DH is going to heavily favor them. So 
they're the clear pick. They got a good left fielder too. If you, I don't know if Chico. you guys have been watching the uh, the inner squad Chico. names, but Chico. they got this guy Chico in left field. Who yeah, I hope Flubby. Love candidate. <laughs> yeah, that guy's a stud. I mean, he's been making plays out there. They gotta let him hit in the inner squad. Yeah, his bat's a question mark, but <laughs> with a gold glove out there. It was like better against lefties than Jack Peterson, so. It was like the 19-year-old that made that uh, catch over the wall for the Tigers. Riley Green. Yeah, Yeah. that was insane. Mm -hmm. Robbed home run. All right, for the first NL wild card. This is a tough one, but, um, yeah. So I think the Nationals are a better team than the Cubs, but the Nationals have a much tougher schedule than the Cubs, so I'm going to pick the Cubs. They are – Still a very good team, and playing in the Central Division is a lot easier than playing in the East Division this year. And even though the Nationals do get to play the Orioles, they do have to play the Yankees, Red Sox, uh, and the Rays, as well as the rest of the NL East, which other than the Marlins is very good. The Cubs have, a, have more games that should be pretty easy wins. And they were good for the first 90% of last season. They looked like a good playoff team. And they barely missed out, but I think they're gonna have a good season. I'm gonna go with the Washington Nationals actually for my first wild card pick. Still the reigning World Series champs. They lost Rendon, which is very bad actually, but their rotation I think can carry them through 60 games and really just carry their squad. Um, I'm gonna have to go with the Mets. For sure. I think Pete Alonso is just going to absolutely rake. And with DH coming to the NL, I think Cespedes will play very well. DeGrom is arguably the best pitcher in the league. So with Garrett Cole there. So I'm going to go with the Mets. DeGrom left the inner squad game with back issues. So who knows? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He could, uh, he could uh, have an injury ridden season. But um, I'm going to go with the Braves as my number one wildcard team just because they were the, the best. I think they were the best team in the NL East last year for the most of the year. I know the Nationals went crazy since June, but I just think the Braves with the additions of Ozuna, Puig, uh, Cole Hamels, they added um, Max Fried, Mike Soroka, two good guys at the top of their rotation. And then they added Will Smith to their bullpen. Um, Chris Martin. Will Smith isn't they, playing, though, is he? Yeah, oh, I think so. Is he not? Yeah, I think I, I thought think he, he is. Hmm. I didn't see that. I don't know. Still have a good bullpen with Adam, though. Yeah. Jacob, your uh, wa- second wild card pick. Is. Again, I'm not picking – the team I'm about to pick is not the best team that – the best team left. But, again, the schedule is going to play a role. I also want to pick someone a little unique so that I can differentiate myself from you guys. So I'm going to go with the Arizona Diamondbacks. Yes, sir. They were very good last year. They had barely missed out on a wild card. They added Sterling Mote, and they added Madison Bumgarner. Um, and they still got a pretty good lineup. David Peralta, uh, 
Christian Walker, who suddenly became a pretty good hitter. And a lot of games against the Rockies, Giants, and the Padres, who are a question mark. So I think the D-backs have a decent chance at sneaking into that last wild card spot. Um, I do want to say it's worth mentioning Bryce Harper and the Phillies, if they could get hot, Reese Hoskins. But I don't think their pitching can hold up. Uh, I'm going to go with the Cincinnati Reds for my second wild card pick. And the main reason is actually because of their recent signing, Nicholas Castellanos. He went from having a solid hitting season in Comerica Park, which is one of the worst hitting ballparks. Then he went to Wrigley Field and hit an incredible amount of home runs and was really good. And now he's going to go to maybe the most hitter-friendly park in all of baseball. And I think if he would have stayed at Wrigley Field, he would have hit 35, maybe 40 home runs. So it'd be scary seeing him in Cincinnati. In a full season. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to have to go with the Cubs. I think that I, can, I really can't see any team out of the NL West securing this just by having to play the Dodgers. So uh, I think it'll be the Cubs here. Um, I really want to pick the D-backs like Jacob, but – I'm also going to go with the Reds. Um, I think that they have one of the best offenses now in the league and that just, they just hit a bunch of home runs. Castellanos, Eugenio Suarez, um, guys. Yeah. So, and then they're pitching if they could pitch well in great American ballpark, which is a tough place to pitch. I think they'll, make the wild card, if not win the division, but. Yeah, I feel like I'm, I'm leaving, like I'm leaving out the Braves, Nationals and Reds. Chase also left out the Braves. Jack's leaving out, uh, Jack's leaving out the D-backs we wanted to put in. I mean, it's hard in the NL because you feel like there's a lot of, other than the Dodgers, there's really like nine, yeah. nine teams that would, could easily see in and out of the playoffs. Yeah. I left out the Cardinals, and that's oh, not because I'm a Cubs fan. Um, I'm not leaving them out because I'm a Cubs fan. I just – there's so many teams this year that I think could right. sneak in. That We also didn't mention the Brewers, who have Christian Yelich, who's really no good. No pitching whatsoever. Yeah. They yeah, have one of the better bullpens. I think. They do. I think there's one of the best rotation. Bullpen. They have no rotation, though. Dave. And also, um, there are. I've I've seen Craig Council manage his bullpen in such a way that it's almost like every game is like a wild card game, even. So I think in a sixty game season that can help them out. But I still don't see them making the playoffs. Yeah, I could see Josh Hader just winning Cy Young just because yeah, uh, <laughs> overpowered he has sixty games. We'll get yeah. there. Yeah. All right, for the NL winner. I think this is finally the year that the Dodgers do it. Uh, not only with the NLCS, but I'll just go ahead. I think they're going to win the World Series. I think they Mookie Betts is going to push them over the top. They may not have David Price, but I think that lineup with the DH especially and Walker Buehler, Clint shot, they're just going to be too good. No one else is going to be able to stop them this year. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, yeah, it's hard to bet against the Dodgers, but I'm going to go with the Braves because their last two years, so last year they lost to the Cardinals in a weird game five of the NLDS. And the year before, they also lost to the Dodgers in game five of the NLDS. And I think they could actually break through this year and have a great season, go to the World Series. Chase? Uh, I think it's really uh, – oh, yeah, Dodgers Yankees. for sure. The Yankees are going to win the World Series. Okay. Right to it. Um, I think we'll see a Dodgers-Cubs NLCS for the third time in five years. Um, and four. I think the Dodgers – oh, four. Yeah. Well, well, there were three straight. Uh, Dodgers, right? Yeah, fourth time in six years, right? No, they it wasn't in 2015. Oh, oh no, oh, you're right. You're right. Three and five. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, the Dodgers are just so good. <laughs> and uh, I love Mookie. People don't give Mookie enough credit. He's so good. Yeah. Zach, Rays, Braves. Yeah, I'm actually taking the Rays for the World Series. I think they get hot. Oh, my gosh. And, yeah, it's a wild card team. A lot of wild card teams have won the World Series before. Mm-hmm. I'm actually really confident in that pick. Yeah, um, I want to pick the Rays. Um, I feel like me and Zach will have some watch parties if they make it that far. But, uh, yeah, I'll go with the Rays. We're going the Rays. Yeah. Go Rays, yeah. baby. Get on the Rays train. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll name my kid Ray if, if they win the World Series. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> okay. Before we move on. Get a tattoo. To the individual no. awards. We got one more team pick. Who will be the worst team in baseball and end up with the 2021 number, overall, number one overall pick? I'll go first. All right. Go ahead. All right. San Francisco Giants. <laughs> okay. They uh, okay. are so bad. I just think who's there? Tell me. Tell me who you think their ace is gonna be. Oh, it's Johnny Cueto. Cueto. Yeah. yeah. He hasn't pitched in like two years. He's washed. Like Big time washed. Jeff Samarja. Yeah. Is it gonna be him? And then their lineup yeah. is like. Brandon Belt, Brandon Crawford, Evan Longoria, Hunter Pence. Uh, I love I love Mike Dostromsky. He's he's, he's twenty nine though. Like he's not that young. And then he's turning. They're just month. yeah yeah. They're so old and so washed. Catcher is Bob Brantley right now. Yeah, because <laughs> well, Buster they uh, opted out. Yeah, no Buster. But last but, year, the Giants actually had a stretch where they were winning a ton of games. The, the Cubs ran into the Giants, like, right after the All-Star break yep. and lost. Did they get swept in that series, or they might have won one out of four? I think they won one. I think and, it was a three-game series. I think they won one. Yeah, one out of three. And the Giants caught some, some heat for a little bit, and then it walked yeah. away. I want to pick the Tigers, but they get to play the Pirates. The Giants get to play the A's um, more often. I'm really favoring that in my picks, which I think is okay. fair. Yeah. I think that it's going to come down to either the Orioles or the Marlins. 
And I'm gonna have to go tomorrow. I'm sorry, the Orioles. I think it's gonna be the Orioles. I I agree with Chase. That's gonna be the Orioles and the Marlins, but because they're just stuck in that East Division, where they're yeah. just getting beat both, up. Yeah, by both those divisions are really hard. Beat up by the New York teams, by the Nationals, by the Braves, and it's just gonna be tough. Other than the four games they get to play against each other, they're gonna be heavy underdogs in all of those games. I think the I think the Marlins are gonna be a little bit worse though. I think the Orioles young lineup is gonna they're gonna have a couple guys that take some big steps this year. Mount Castle, Renato Nunez, we have Chance Cisco. I think some of those guys may step up a bit. The Marlins lineup is still kinda of old with Jesus Aguilar, Corey Dickerson, Miguel Rojas. Like, I don't see a whole lot of room for growth in this lineup. I think the Orioles. I think the Orioles are closer to closer to improvement than the are right now. One thing about Chance Cisco, he's got to show up this year because he's about to get passed by Adley Rutschman. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's Taylor Davis also. By the way, my guy Taylor yeah. Davis. Um, my pick, just to add another team in there, I'll say Seattle is losing the most, the most games. I went to a Mariners game last year, and it was a save situation, and their closer was Matt Moore. <laughs> Matt McGill, I think. Hill, maybe. I don't know. He was just horrible. And and that proves your point. That was, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I don't actually know who it was. I just know he was horrible. Yeah, and they and, don't have – Mitch Hanniger, I don't think, this year. Okay. Yeah, they do have some like, prospects that might come yeah. up and play well. But. I, I like the Mariners for the future. I just think they're, they're really bad right now. Yeah. All right. It's going to be an interesting race for the bottom. But I think it could be well, really interesting to see what happens if a team – the Giants could be one of them, where after a month they're like 10 and 20. And if they – what they do, because they could just absolutely tank the rest of the way, give young guys a chance, and really be really, really bad. And even the team – I think we kind of saw in the NBA this year with Golden State, a team like the Phillies, like, is 10 and 20. They could really tank, get another young prospect to add to that core and be good. So, should be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's move on to the individual award. Should we start with rookie of the year or MVP? Let's start with rookie of the year, I think. Okay. So AL, I want it to be Luis, Luis, uh, Luis Robert, but I'm going to go with someone else just, okay. to, uh, just to mix it up a little bit. I know Chase is going to end up picking him anyways. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right. So I think. It's going to be a bit of a weird pick. Not that weird, I guess. But, I don't know. I, I like this guy since the, since the draft. I really liked him. And I think he's going to get a lot of opportunities this year. Not a lot. This team won't be contending, so won't be a lot of pressure on them. But a lot of the teams in the division don't have very good pitching. They don't have, don't have great pitching. I'm going to go with Evan White. Yes. I agree. The Angels Put me down. not very good. Put Rangers me down for Evan White. 
Um, and Oakland's pitching, decent question mark, though. Some of those NL West teams have very bad pitching staffs. And I like this guy. I think he I think he's going to have a good year. Yeah, put, put that down for me. Evan White. Evan White. Yeah. All right, Chase, I just put Luis Robert down. Yep. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with a weird pick. I've got Jesus Luzardo, which is odd because he's a pitcher, and he's probably going to play, what, like 10 games, 12 games. But yeah, he could pitch lights out if he's a starter. He's, I mean, we saw him in the wild card game last year, and he had a lot of strikeouts, and he was nasty. Also, the A's can be very smart about when they pitch him. As a young guy, they could kind of ease him in. A couple early starts maybe against San Francisco, against Seattle. If yeah, he just gets lucky cool. with kind of like an easy schedule, he could have really good numbers. They also don't have to limit him to anything, I think, because yeah. it's a 60-game season. Like, I remember once Strasburg came up, they shut him down for the rest of the year. They shut him down for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And with only 12 starts at the maximum, they're definitely not going to do that. I could definitely see one of the A's, two left-handed prospects in Luzardo and A.J. Puck. Uh, Pook, I don't know. Good. Uh, Isn't A.J. Puck. Puck coming off injury? Isn't he coming off Tommy John? I don't think so. I just I think, think he, he – I think – I don't know if they're going to, like, use these two guys as starter relievers. Like, I know Puck kind of has, like, the Josh Hader resemblance with the hair, mm-hmm. like, lanky left-hander. So, he could, like, yeah, run into sure. one. No, he got a haircut, actually. He got a haircut. Recently. Oh, really? Uh-oh. That's yeah. not good. Because Hader uses his hair to his advantage. advantage. Yeah. Yeah. AJ Park just said – he didn't have Tommy John. He just had some shoulder issues. But he's good. He's fine. All right. So, wise words from Chase. He's fine. Yes. He's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Block it off. (laughs) Dr. Avery. All right. They call me Tony Fauci. National League Rookie of the Year. So, I've been playing a lot of out-of-the-park baseball recently. And this oh, guy yeah. always is popping up this year, hitting a bunch of home runs. I think Rookie of the Year is a lot of the times so the rookie home, home run leaders last year with Jordan and Pete Alonso, that was the case. And I think this guy's big power. Uh, Going to be playing some tough competition in the NL East. But I think Carter Kibu. Yes! We agree. That was my pick, too. Hey. Yes. Full um, I do have another pick, though. Uh, I was going to say, in a 162-game season, I would say Nico Horner, one of my favorite players these days, because I think by the end of the season, in 162 games, he would be the Cubs' leadoff hitter and would just be, like, hitting 300 at the top of the order. Mm-hmm. Carter Keebum also, I think, filling in for Anthony Rendon would play a huge role in that Nationals team. But I'll go with Nico just to be a yeah. fan of my team. I'll, uh, I'll switch mine for the sake of differentiating from Jacob from Keeboom. Um, Although I do think if he does win it, just know that we yeah. agreed. Uh, <laughs> Alec Baum. I think Alec Baum um, – is going to have a good year. I just think he, he's he been 
highly touted for a while. So uh, he's a big bat, third baseman for the Phillies that I think will get a lot of reps in because I don't think the Phillies have a lot of depth at third. So I'm they were trying Bryce Harper out at third the other day. I don't know. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who, who, who is their projected uh, starting third baseman if it's not Bomb? Mm. Boom. Let me see. Well, they have like Didi Scott, and Segura up the middle. Scott, Scott Kingery, Kingery, maybe. I don't know. Angrafs has Segura and then Kingery at second. So, yeah. They have Josh Harrison. No. Yeah, I'll take Alec Bob. Yeah, that's – all right, Chase. I know we're here. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to be that guy and choose Gavin Lux, but I am going to choose someone also on the same team. I think it's going to be Dustin May. Uh, with this shortened schedule, I'm going to pull kind of like what Zach's doing. Uh, I think one pitcher will win out of this, like, AL and NL. So I think Dustin May, Dodgers are going to have a lot of momentum, even though Jacob may not think that's real. But, however, I think that Dustin May will pitch really well this year in that Dodgers rotation and just shut out the NL West. Not a, not a lot of good teams there in the NL West, so I'm going to go with Dustin May. One guy who I'm not going to pick, I like Kibu, but I just want to make it clear, get it out there that I believe in this guy. Dylan Carlson is going to have a good year for this yeah, that's another. Yeah, that's another interesting pick. He's, he's going to get playing time, I think, for them. Tommy Edmond mm-hmm. is a good pinch hitter, a good pinch runner, but he's – Dylan Carlson's going to get some opportunities, and I think he's going to hit well and be a big part of this Cardinals team. I have a question. Is Josh Lindblom a rookie? Well, he just came over from Korea, right? I know. I was just wondering because I don't know if he had played. That's a good question. I think he has, right? He's um, 33. He has. Um, yeah, he, yeah has he, about, has. he has almost okay. two years of service. Yeah, he is. Okay. He won a bunch of Cy Youngs in Korea or whatever they're like pitcher of the year. I guess it's not called Cy but yeah i was just thinking uh other pitchers that right yeah he would have been he would have been a good candidate honestly if he's eligible oh two other guys that are candidates yoshitomo satsugo for the rays and shoko akiyama good pronunciation Um, that'd be like a 28 year old rookie of the year i i could definitely uh, see it shohei won it well shohei is younger but still I yeah, think, uh, yeah, two candidates. So I could keep see, an eye on. I could see Tutsugo hitting a bunch of home runs early on and kind of making an impact there. But he also, I can see him. I think he might be a big bust. He just going to strike. Yeah, he could struggle. One-dimensional player. <laughs> anyway. Da- Daniel Palka, but a little bit better. Japanese Daniel Palka. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Cy Young. I'm going to start with the NL here because I need to think more about my AL one. But the NL one, (laughs) I think it's a guy whose team is going to be very good and who's a guy who, honestly, if you look at the stats, got a little unlucky last year, still having a great season. It's going to be Walker Bueller. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good tip. Close enough. He is... I think he's ready to really break out. He's been very good, but I think he's a guy that's going to step up, uh, pitch in some big games this year, and really show he's one of the best pitchers in baseball. That's a really good pick. 
Yeah, he could yeah, break I, down. I have a, I like that. I have a lot of lot more respect for Walker Bueller because uh, he was recently on one of my favorite comedians, Theo Vaughn, his podcast, uh, and I watched it, and they just like this guy Theo Vaughn doesn't know like anything about baseball, um, and Walker Bueller just like explaining all this, and it was it was a, it was a really funny like Walker Bueller is pretty funny, so I like Walker Bueller. Great. Um, my pick for the NL Cy Young is I've actually got two decent picks. I got to pick one, but my first idea is you, Darvish, who, if he resumes from where he was at the second half of last season, no doubt could win the Cy Young. But also, I think Seth Lugo could be a super reliever for the Mets and just like have an insane season because he could pitch two innings at a time, uh, or maybe even three. I don't know. But I'm gonna go with you, Darvish, for sure. Interesting. Uh, I was gonna go. I was gonna go with Jacob Degrom, but I don't know how bad this injury is because I have not heard of this yet. Uh, the Jack has said so. If that is the case, that I'm just gonna go with Max Scherzer because he was my two. So I'm gonna go with Max Scherzer. I'd say Scherzer coming up. Favorite. Um, yeah. He's. Very, very good. We saw in the postseason. He'll he can he's very good against good teams too. He doesn't yes he doesn't like just beat up on a bunch of bad competition. Right. He really pitches well. Right. And and NL East was really strong last year and he still had a great season. Mm-hmm. So um I'm gonna go with a guy who is just the best pitcher in the second half. Not my favorite team, but Jack Flaherty. Uh, if he can resume, if he could resume any uh, type of play that he was playing at last year, uh, I think it, like a similar pick to you, Darvish. Just how hot they were at the end of the year last year. Um, then he could be a clear pick. So he had like a what an oh seven one or like oh nine one ERA in the second half, mm-hmm. which is oh, just ridiculous. So. He's my pick. All right. Also, wait. Um, a guy to look at, Zach Gallen for the D-backs. Interesting. Yeah. Who? Uh, he's like their wait. number two behind Madison Baumgartner, I guess. Is like Z-A-C. Z-A-C. Zach though. Z A C. Yeah. Is he no a rookie? Chance. No chance. I think he was a rookie last year. Mm-hmm. Got traded. Zach um, Granky. Zach Granky on the other yeah. hand, Z A C K. Great pitcher. Yeah, I like that gallon a lot. Gallon, like as G A L L E N E N, so not quite a gallon of milk. But, but I think the safer picks Flaherty, so I'm gonna go with him. I just also want to shout out uh, Herman Marquez, who is he won't have the best looking stats because of Cruz Field, but he's gonna have a good year too. Just gonna get that out okay. there too. I'm a bold prediction. That's Chase's guy. Yeah, I know. Yeah. For my A-L Cy Young. Herman Marquez. Oh, yeah. My guy. I'll, if you want me to go for the A-L Cy Young. Oh, I got one. I got mine. All right, go ahead. Um, I've seen this guy shut down the White Sox three or four times a year. Several times. Several years in a row. And I think he's really going to break out. I think the Twins are going to be very good this year. And I'm picking Jose Barrios. I like it. I'm gonna. I don't want to be boring and pick Cole over Lambert. Right. 
I'm going to pick another AL Central young stud as Shane Bieber, who pitched really, really well last year. And I think he can continue that. Yeah, I don't know what else to say about him. <laughs> Chase? Yeah, this is also tough for me. Because, like, I want to say Lucas Giolito, but at the same time, I know it's going to be Garrett Cole. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to be boring and say Garrett Cole. Because I kind of want to Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like I like Gio to win it. I like I think Lucas Giolito could actually fight to be up there. Honestly, no shot. With the White Sox, with the White Sox scheduling right now, I think Gio could. I think he'd get close. Chase's prediction, yeah, pretty boring so far. Dodgers, Yankees, <laughs> Garrett Cole, Scherzer, yeah, not Robert May. Uh, hey, and then he's gonna pick like I'm just saying, if he wins, someone's he gonna wins, win this. I think, it, yeah. <laughs> then he's gonna pick like Eduardo Escobar for MVP or someone random. Hey, I'm not. I'm not gonna do what I did. No, in the he's simulation gonna pick like before Yasmani. and like. Yeah. I'm not gonna do what I did in the first simulation and like pick guys I just like and then absolutely just like do terrible, <laughs> like how I did. I like doing that. So. Anyway, um, my AL Cy Young is a guy. From my World Series champion, Tampa Bay Rays, Tyler Glass. Now, all right, he's on a. He's the third guy behind Charlie Morton and Blake Snell, but I think he has just as electric stuff. If not, he throws harder than them. Um, he just had a tough injury that knocked him out for two months last year, um, but he really bounced back at the end of the year and in the playoffs. If he can figure out why do you have his tip tipping pitches thing. Um, I think he can turn out to be one of the best pitchers in the league. So, why which wasn't a problem. He could, him, but. Why do you think he could win Cy Young if there's two more pitchers on his team that are ahead of him in the rotation? Well, just on paper is what I meant, that Charlie Morton and Blake Snell are um, ahead of Tyler Glass now, but I just think he'll have a better year. Tell me why you think gotcha. freaking Eduardo Escobar is going to win MVP. Wait, I, I did not say Eduardo Escobar is going to win MVP. He said Eduardo Escobar, okay. <laughs> no, that is not, not who I said. <laughs> All right, for my NL MVP. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I want to say Ketel Mote, but I'm going to do something else. I am... Um, I'm usually very bad at picking MVPs before and like picking awards before the season starts. I feel like I never get them right. So I'm going to pick Fernando Tatis as my NL MVP. Because that means he's not going to win. <laughs> gotcha. And you don't want to see him do well. Exactly. That's fair. <laughs> Hopefully, Zach. Uh, I think I think my NL MVP is going to be Ronald Acuna Jr. So if you want to put that there, fine, fine, fine. Could you ask? Uh, Zach is on uh, his iPad died, so we're going to have to wait for him to come back. But I'll go in the meantime. <laughs> Jack, you want to put yours in? Yeah, I'm going to go with Mookie Betts for the Dodgers. Ooh, interesting. Contract year. Um, yeah. 
that's a big part of I think he'll perform well in his contract year for the Dodgers. Bold prediction with Mookie Betts is after this year that he loses the World Series to the Rays and has an MVP year, he's going back to the Boston Red Sox. I've said this for a while now, but there is my bold prediction. Then that would be that would like I don't know if the Dodgers like win it all, then they'd like win that trade. But if they don't, that would be a huge loss and just make the trade from Boston look so much better for Boston. I mean, it's there's so much that went unpredictability that they couldn't deal with, yeah. like coronavirus. So, right, it's it was a it was a I mean, Mookie Betts is a top three player in the league, so I don't think it's like a bit. You can never say that getting a top three player in the league is a bad trade. I know that this season might not mm-hmm. end in full, but who knows? Zach, your NL MVP? Yeah, for my NL MVP, I've got kind of a sleeper pick, which would be Trevor Story. I think at Coors Field in a short season, if he just goes off and hits like a ton of home runs, I don't know, like is 20, I guess 20 home runs would be a lot. Yeah. Uh, maybe even more than 20. And I, I also think Acuna is a great pick, and that would definitely. That's, I think, the obvious pick for me, but I'll go with Trevor Story. I like Trevor Story a lot. I just don't think his team's going to win a ton of games, so that's yeah. why I'm hesitant to pick him. I also think Javi Baez is better than Trevor Story, which mm. he definitely I'm is. On, like, no one picked Ballinger or Yelich. Well, I like to pick uh, yeah, I like the to... faces. Yeah. Even though yeah. Mookie even though Mookie won the AL, I think he's a new face to the NL. Yeah. The voters like to pick new faces also. I, I don't think yeah. like Yelich isn't gonna win three in a row. Definitely not. And I'm not that he won last year. Did he Yeah, like, Bal- Ballinger won last year. Oh yeah, Ballinger did. What am I saying? <laughs> but he was second and then first the year before that. My bad. Um yeah. <laughs> Okay. All uh, right, yeah. I'm going with. Let's start with Chase. Start with Chase. <laughs> so Chase. Start with me. Like, who do you think I'm gonna choose? Wow. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Mister Avi. Exactly right. Yeah. Right, exactly. Oh, no. Wait. 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 Hold on. You don't need to this explain. Depends. You know. This depends. We he's still don't go. know if he's gonna. We still don't know if he's gonna play or not. Because he was why. talking about. He was talking about how he may not play. So if that's the case, I should be able to change my answer. No, you should take that into consideration. Yeah, you got to take that into consideration. Um, really? Does, you really think so? Yeah. He's got a baby due in August. His for, I believe his firstborn. So I don't know. Maybe he'll take a few yeah, weeks off. All right. 100%. You have to take that into consideration. You got to take that into right. consideration. <laughs> okay. But he has the guy. I'm going to okay, change yeah. I'm going to change my answer. All right. Jacob, you want to put this down? Go ahead. Luis Robert. Oh, okay. AL MVP. I'll give you Rookie 10. Rookie and AL MVP. Oh, my God. Very interesting. You think he'll be uh, the first rookie to win it since Ichiro? The only? Yes. Yes, sir. No. 
That'd be interesting. All right. Predict his stat line for – tell me his stat line. Yeah, yeah. let's hear 60 this. games. In 60 games. All right. 60 games? All right. He's going to hit three, 317. Okay. Okay. He's going to hit 22 home runs. Jeez. That is, that's like the equivalent of like 70, six, right? Six, I would say. Yeah, 70. Because 60 games isn't even a third of the season, right? That's 59 home runs. Okay. Okay, let's bump that down a little bit. Let's yeah. bump that down a little bit. Okay. Let's go with like 17 home runs. Okay. 17 home runs. Stolen bases. Stolen bases is so hard. I can't even, I don't know. That's, I, I don't know what that's like, not the equivalent would be. I don't think. I think someone's going to hit what? 360 or 370. You think someone's going to have a 360 hard. batting average? Yeah. I think at least we'll get it. Okay. Uh, All right. Can I think about it? Can I think about it? Can you come to me at the end? Yeah. Okay. You've got two so Obviously, Trout's the most likely, but I don't want to pick him, so I'm going to go with Mr. Glaber Torres. Former Cub. Yes, Justin. Just want, it's like sticking with the theme of guys traded away by Chicago teams for MVPs. <laughs> We'll just stick with that. Yeah. <laughs> Good well, a couple of World Series out of it. The White Sox got the White Sox will soon. Mm-hmm. Well, if that's the case, I'll take Billy McKinney and who, uh, who's a player of the White Sox who traded away? Connor Gillespie. Gordon Beckham. Yeah, sure. Gordon Beckham's on the mats, right? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't think he's even around. Maybe it's like no. Um, my pick is gonna be Joey Gallo, actually, because I think he could be a guy that hits twenty, maybe twenty-two home runs. And the I know I didn't put it in my predictions, but I think the Rangers have a chance at winning their division, and with that rotation, obviously, and I think he could lead that team. But again, Trout's the obvious pick if he plays. Yeah. All right, I'm going to go with a guy who had a monster second half after the All-Star break. I'm going to read his stats, all right, in 44 I'm gonna games guess. after the I'm gonna, You're going to choose Vlad for sure. No. No. Okay. In 44 games after the All-Star break, <laughs> he hit 327, OVP was 365, slugged 739, his OPS was 1105. <laughs> He hit 16 home runs in 44 games with 48 RBIs, six stolen bases. I want you to take a guess. I don't know. Uh, can you give us, like, a division or something? He's not. He was one of the teams I had as the tiebreaker, the three-team tiebreaker mm. for the AL wildcard. Oh, what was that? Astros, A's, Indians. Is it, is Indians. it Matt um, Matt Olsen? Olsen, Matt Chapman. Indians. Oh, Indians? It's, oh, it's Jose Ramirez. Yep. Yeah? I think going with the theme of guys who just continued from their second halves, like Flaherty, I think Jose Ramirez is a guy who finished top three in MVP voting in 2017 and 2018. So he could easily, easily put up those numbers again. 
Yeah. He started the year last year really, really bad, though. Messed up my fantasy team. But, yeah. All right. So, finished up our standard predictions, but we got a couple more special to this season. First question, will there be a game canceled for coronavirus reasons? Yes. No. There will be more than one. Chase is a yes. Did you hear me? What did you say, Jack? I said no, there will be more than one. Oh, that's what I meant. (laughs) Okay. I know what you meant, but... I mean, there's a possibility that all the games... (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But I'm going to say yes. (laughs) All right. (laughs) So that's not... Wow. (laughs) We're all very pessimistic here. You know what? I'll say no. Because I think they can <laughs> And I, I've got some optimism. We can do this, guys. Wear your mask. Uh, if you're listening to this, be your safe, wear your mask. If you run into an MLB player, don't go within six feet so we can watch a season, please. Thanks. No one go to Florida. Yeah, Florida's the hot spot. In the state. Of the world. All right. Yeah. All right. Nope. Most wins, not asking for the specific team, but the number. What is the most number of wins a team will have in 60 games? Um, I think the Dodgers oh, – I'll say it. I think the Dodgers will win 49 wins, 49 games. Oh, I if was going to say 48. I was going to say 48. Assuming there's a full season, 60 games, I'll go 49. Yeah, I could – I was going to say 48. I, that, when you asked that question, that was what I was thinking. Which 40, team? 12, like, that just sounds Dodgers. Um, yeah, I could say, like, 25 if I was being really pessimistic. <laughs> but I'm actually going to say 51. I think a team can lose single-digit game. 51. And I, I don't know if it's going to be the Dodgers. I think it's just a team that gets insanely hot. And – rides it through the summer i think that dodger i saw something like best 60 game stretch of a team's history i think it was the dodgers they went 51 and 9 like in 2017 or something maybe it was last year i think they did or 2018 i don't even know anyway i I think you guys are too optim all too optimistic um the, (laughs) the best single season win totals 116 um, and that was in 154 games. Red Sox. That was Red. Wait. What? No, it was the, I thought the Reds. No, it was the 1906 Cubs. Tied. Oh, with I thought the, the Red Sox. That was the Mariners. Yeah, but that. Well, how many did the? I thought the Red Sox broke this. I thought the no. Red Sox broke no. this. Yeah, they won. They won 108. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, but that's only 45 wins out of 60. Um, and I don't think that not even the Dodgers are going to be the best, have the best winning percentage in history. I think they're going to win about 42 games. But just over, over this short season, they could have a bad week, go two and five, and that makes 51 and nine almost impossible from then on. I think the D-backs will get a couple games off them. The Astros will play them tough. The A's will play them tough. And I, don't, I think they'll be very good, but I'm going to go with just 42. Right, the next one is what will the highest batting average be? And a lot of people saying someone's going to hit 400. I think that's all that likely. 
366. 366. I will go with um, 990. No. I'm going to say 372. Someone's just going to rate. Over. These are just such odd. I mean, it's just whoever's yeah. close. But I do I'll think take so. uh, 375. 375. All right, now I'll go with the top one. I'll go with someone's going to hit 382. I thought you were going to say take, Do we want to uh, take guesses for uh, who it is? Who it is, yeah. I like to make some go back to that. Yes. I also. That was a good one. David Fletcher, I could see. Tim Luke. I mean, Ronald. I, I think it's going to be Ronald. Ronald. Yeah, Ronald, he strikes out Ronald, too much. Ronald Acuna. Him or Juan Soto. See, I could see like Chris Taylor doing it. I could see Juan, I could Juan see, Soto. I could see Yelich for sure. Mm-hmm. I could Juan see Soto having a breakout year. I could Chase. see Soto getting an on base percentage of like 450 or something insane. But I think, I don't know if he would get too high of a batting average. I think he's really an on base guy. Especially that's not a great lineup. So they'd pitch around them a little bit too. Right. I could also see like Steve, like Steven Duga doing it or something like completely. <laughs> what? What's the Mike Yastrzemski? No, let me tell you, Mike Yastrzemski is going to take this home. Yeah. His batting title. Honestly, he's going to get okay. red hot. He was he was batting really well last year. Was he? Just like wow. Yes, he was. Uh, I don't think he's the I'm biggest. Pull out, I'm pulling up his stats. All right. While you're doing well, he that, does that we'll move on. To what will the lowest starting pitcher ERA be? I'll uh, start. Go ahead. I'll go one oh two. One. A hundred two. Yeah, a hundred two. <laughs> It'll be Jack Flaherty. Okay, he's gonna. Oh, um, I'm gonna go oh nine nine. Oh. Nine. Just below one run per nine innings. <laughs> Yikes. Is this it like relievers too or just start or just like start. rotation? Just, so they have to qualify. So 60 innings pitch. Okay. So that's gonna be yeah, reliever, it could be like 0.46, I think, like 0.45 or something crazy. Yeah. That's like, these seem way too low. I'm sorry. Well, Even for a short season. I don't know. Like, though, those seem low. I thought it'd be something like, one six. I'm gonna say one six. One sixty. I think. I think Chase is right. Honestly, I don't. I think a one ERA. I think that's again. Some people slow. have done it, but it's not like the kind of thing that happens in every single sixty game stretch. So I don't know. I yeah. think I'm gonna go with like a one point four two. The reason why I go like Jack Flaherty, like in the second. I'm just saying, like, yeah. in 15 games, he pitched 0-9-1. So, like, I could definitely see somebody just doing that. Yeah, last like, year, the RA title went to Kenta Maeda with 2-3-2, but he definitely had a stretch where he was really Hunjin. good. Hunjin. Or, yeah, who did I say? Kenta. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, that's what I meant. And the year before was Jacob deGrom with 1.7 which is insane. 
and okay, Mike Yastrzemski at an OPS hover, hovering around 900 from last July through last September. What was his batting average? 296. Yeah, <laughs> in 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 uh, July he had 316. Oh wait, shoot. Oh wait, yeah, these are not great. <laughs> July he had 316, which is good. Um, August he hit 250, which is not great. But his OBP was really was yeah. Never mind. <laughs> All right. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Stats to back it up. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Most home. I love my. I, he could pop out. Let me tell you about. He it. could. I he think could. he could. He could. He could. He also. So could Tommy Edmond. So could Steven Duggar, dog. Yeah. <laughs> so could like anyone. All right. Most home runs. I'm. I'll start it off. So, uh, fifty-three, fifty-four tends to be the max around one hundred sixty-two. And that 54 it evens out to 20. But it's a lot easier if you hit 10 in the first cup in the first three weeks, coast a little bit. I think someone's gonna get up to 22 home runs will be the maximum. That was what I was uh, I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22 also. But now that you took that, I'm gonna go to 21. And yes, I just quoted Taylor Swift. That's fine. I'm gonna take. You know what? This may sound crazy, but MLB the ball, the seams are gonna be really low into the ball. The ball's gonna be flying. We're starting hot in the summer. You know what Baseball. I mean? I'm gonna take the over. I'm gonna take 23. Ooh, great. I'll take 20. I'll take 22. 22. <laughs> and it's going to be hit. All those home runs are going to be hit by the boy, okay. Giancarlo Stanton. Nah. Aaron Judge is going to hit more. Who's oh, your guy for most? Hit more. Chase. Uh, maybe Joey Gallo. Maybe Aaron Judge. Maybe Giancarlo. We'll see. Maddie. Maybe Maddie. maybe Ronald. Maybe Who Ronald, was... maybe Vladdy. We'll see. Maybe Juan Soto. I don't know. I don't know. Vlad hit like 15 and 120 games last year, so I don't know. <laughs> well, he had a slow start. That was tough. I know. Yeah, he, th- he had one of the with... highest exit velocities, though, coming off the bat. I think. He's up there, top five. Vlad was like. He had such high expectations that, like, I knew he was going to come in and not play that well. But now that he's used to the MLB, I think he can have a pretty good season. Yeah. And who doesn't want to read the, that, right? Right. Yeah. And, like, his, his average exit velocity, I'm sure, was still top five last year. He was smacking the ball. Yeah. Okay. All right. For the Yohan final question of the night, last year. Case, at the end of the season, we – total all these up and end up tied. We have a little tiebreaker here. Edwin Arroyo, the Chicago Dogs batting average. Oh my gosh. What if their season gets canceled? I mean, they've been playing already, so he has something. He has something. Yeah. Right now. 
They've already been. What is it right now? I'll tell Can you. I I'll see tell what you. it is right now, or is that cheating? Okay. I'll tell you. I don't even know how even, good he is. Even before he, we hear his stats, I'm guessing 268. I just want to know what he hit last year. Yeah. All right. So, I'll give you all the info. Last year, he hit 291. Okay. Year before, he hit 325. And oh. nine games, he is hitting 464. Oh my wow. gosh! I might have to. I'll go. I'll go two eighty eight. I realize. You know, I've seen a lot of Edwin Arroyo uh, over the course of two years. So, hmm. I, one of my favorite players of all time. So, uh, I wish <laughs> nothing but the best. Yeah. He was switch hitter, right? Yep. 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 I'll go with three twelve batting average. Three twelve. Break. Longest tenured Chicago dog. Yep. Is he? 321. 321 for Chase. I, I, I'm going to top all you guys 327. Okay. He had a grand slam a couple of days ago. He has been dominating the American Association. <laughs> After a down year last year. He, he also... He has nine walks and only three strikeouts through nine games. He wow. is wow. seeing he the is ball well. Showing up. He is. The T-Bones better watch out. And the Gary Railcats. Gary, Rail, Gary Railcats don't exist anymore, unfortunately. Dang. That's so. Yeah. How about the, t- the they T-Bones? Playing this they aren't playing this year. Wow. Dang. Yeah. Milkman. I mean, I'm not as big of a fan of Edwin Arroyo. I'm a bigger Victor Roach fan. But we'll go with that as the tiebreaker. It's Roche to you. It's definitely Roche. Victor Roche <laughs> only hit him 139 so far, so that would have oh, been. Damn. Yikes. My guy. Yikes. What about. Uh, they didn't even have Roche, by the way. Ray Gonzalez. No longer with the organization, it appears. Oh. Keon Barnum, of course, <laughs> the former MVP, no longer with the dogs. Yeah. Yeah, he, he not nah, not really though. He got he got his got a contract with the Nationals. He's yeah. back into the back into the minors. Is he is he on the taxi squad? No, no, no. He he could play. be playing baseball this year if uh, if he stayed on the dogs, but instead he's not. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Should stay. Anyway, let's wrap it up here, shall we? Go ahead. You've been listening to Bases Loaded here. This is Chase Avery. Thank you all for tuning in. Episode 7 here. This is Predictions. And Episode 8 should be coming out. Stay tuned. Follow our Instagram at WNTH underscore Bases Loaded. Thank you all for tuning in. And good night. Loaded Bases, that's my motivation. Feeling lucky, we should go to Vegas 2018 motor transportation Got me feeling over anxious like a home invasion My dough inflated and I'm more creative It's like a couple big deals, but it's no parade Just a couple, it's every generation I wasn't supposed to make it out with the code of matrix And when they get to speak, it's like a coded language Reminds me that they strengthen all the stolen greatness We used to grab is at the mobile station Full circle, mobile motivation Self-educators, rude negotiations Got these sharks that I'm sitting at this table with afraid to bait me 
No, 10 on my Mercedes, that's for inspiration Two kilos on my neck like the 80s Westside Slots and Ave, no my demonstration Born and raised, y'all affiliated It's really greatness Riding around like I really made it Loaded bases, I'm gon' Willie Mason Yeah Listen to my ambition, cause I'm on one Swinging for the fences for the home run Even further beyond into the universe But I've got to make it to first first It feels like every second's being stolen I risk it for every ticket we sold them You got the ball, I'ma take it home Bottom line, I'ma make it home I was sitting on my link and I start thinking I Ain't gonna make a hundred mil off in these streets more than likely, I'm gonna end up in somebody bracing. Even worse, horse and cares run to church, laid off in the hearse. I dealt with it. I ain't just out here for my health with it. I weigh the risk and the reward and sink the scale tipping. Let's all get on one accord and take the world. Take the money, take the power, and the girls with us. Can't buy that bullet that they sell. They bring drug heads in jail. Look all these ways they derailed. That's why I respect me to the utmost when you see me, how I feel. Cause I ain't failed. See it coming, did not tell Different lanes, same passion for the mail Switch lanes, all black, two glass sellers V12 too fast, gone Listen to my ambition, cause I'm on one Swinging for the fences for the home run Even further beyond into the universe But I've got to make it to first first It feels like every second's being stolen I risk it for every ticket we sold them you got the ball, I'ma take it home Bottom line, I'm gonna make it home